The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. It is time for Cowboys Storyline. It feels like forever since we've been on the air, maybe because it it was forever. It was uh, last Wednesday. Here we are, Monday, November 27th, talking about a lot to talk about here. Cowboys and Washington on Thursday. The Cowboys get to 8-3. and three. Still two games back from the Eagles that keep winning. Uh, we can talk about where the Cowboys are in the, in the race here, the NFC East and the NFC playoff picture. You know, Bill Parcells taught us a long time ago, about 20 years ago, he, he, nothing matters until they get to Thanksgiving. Well, here we are. We're past Thanksgiving. And even though they have another game on the schedule, it's still, I think we're, we've had enough of a sample size to know kind of who the teams are, who's the best teams, who's playing well. Um, nobody's playing better, really, than the Cowboys at this moment. But, but they, you know, they're about to face a gauntlet of a schedule to really kind of show us where, where they are. And, and, and you know, they're going to play some really good football teams here uh, to finish up the regular season. So we're excited for that. Uh, Cowboys are expected to meet with linebacker Shaq Leonard uh, this week. I know I don't, from what I just found out, they're, they're expected to meet with him. They're still working on the details on the actual day and time. Um, it's been reported that it will be this week. I've, I've seen reports Tuesday, even Wednesday, but they're working on trying to get him in here Um Maybe for a physical, I don't know about a workout, but maybe just to kind of see where where he is um, physically and also, you know, what what he's thinking long term. So uh, I'm sure the Cowboys are not the only team trying to get Shaq Leonard, but it would be a big, big win for them if they could get him in, especially considering the linebacker position, the injuries to Leighton Van Der Esch, just kind of where they are. That It's going to be a, a need in the offseason. So if you can get a jump start to that. Uh, even if it might cost them a little bit or will cost them uh, to get them, but it should be a good addition if that happens. So they're going to meet with him this week. All right, 888-855-2297. That is the number to call. You can text at 817-290-3298. Let's go right to the phone lines. Uh, you guys have been waiting for a while, so let's go to Dylan in Northport, Florida. Dylan is first up. What's up? Hey, Nick. How you doing, man? Good. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I did. Thank you. How, how are you? I'm good, thanks, dude. Just uh, I'm waiting for this Philly uh, or other shoe to drop. Is it coming or what? Oh, for Philly? For Philly? Well, I mean, pick up, you know, go in there and take their shoes off themselves. Yourselves. I mean, that's what they have to do. Just go beat them. I mean, no one else is going to do it. I mean, this is a good team. This is the best team in the NFL. So they're they're, yeah, they're acting like it. I mean, they're they're they. You can we can sit here and say they're lucky if they want, but I mean, you're ten and one, so. I mean, I don't know what else to say. They're they're good, but you're gonna have to do it yourself. Go in there and beat yeah, them. Yeah, no, so. Cowboys been so good at home, so it's just frustrating to watch. You know, you're trying to get this uh, home fuel in the playoffs, and it's really it, it's not gonna happen at this point now. Nah. So just just tough to watch. But uh, this is a weird analogy, so so stick with. Have you seen the movie uh, Avatar? No. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't. All right. Well, no. basically, there, there's this uh, these these alien creatures, right? These dudes, they they ride the horses and the, these flying creatures, and they have to sync with those creatures with like this this biology thing, right? Okay. Anyways, where I'm going is that's a, a perfect kind of analogy for how the season's gone for the Cowboys. First half of the season, 
you know, before the bye, they're kind of fighting, trying to figure out who they are on offense. Um, you know, they're not really throwing the ball that well. They're, they're not running the ball well. And now after the bye week, they've, they've synced up. They made that connection, right? And now it's like Mike McCarthy and this offense, are, they're clicking on all cylinders. They're starting to run the ball well. They're getting more of these outside run plays. You know, you see him copying kind of some of the other teams in the league with these these straight toss backs and creative uh, running plays. Um, you're getting, you know, guys like Turpin involved more and more each week. Um, just really good to see. They haven't given up a sack in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the O-line and Tony Pollard. He's uh, run blocking very – or pass blocking very well. Um, and then – uh, the other thing you got here is Dak Prescott. I mean, he works ranks first in like all passing categories since the bye week. Passing yards, touchdowns, no interceptions, um, passer rating. So he's killing it. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see this this gauntlet they got coming up. Um, really going to mean a lot to see where we're at, and uh, hopefully we take that five seed and, uh, and and do some damage here in the playoffs. So yeah. thanks, man. All right, thank you. I, for you. I, I haven't seen that movie. I'm sure a lot of people have though, um, and and understand that analogy. Um, you kind of lost me with the biology part. I was kind of out. So sorry. That that's just not that's not really my type of movie. Uh, so, but I know I know a lot of people do like it, and I'm always good for a good analogy. I mean, so that I bet you that was a good one. I'm sorry, I, I missed it there. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it's um, they are they are syncing up right now. They are they do. Um, they seem to be playing their, their best football. Um, and and you know you can't worry about what the schedule has been i mean it it is what it is all you can do is beat them and beat them you know beat these teams pretty soundly they've done that they're gonna get you know seattle coming in here they're they're i think seattle is 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 okay you know they're they're pretty good they're what six and five so uh they have a winning record now You, you hope that after you know friday comes they won't have a winning record um but but I, I'm sure that they'll they'll come in here ready to go. Seattle's got a very tough schedule coming up too. They got the they got the Cowboys, they got the Eagles and 49ers again. So yeah, they I think we're kind of seeing who who they are a little bit. I think they're they're you know maybe above average team just like their record suggests. All right, let's go to Anthony in Miami, Florida. What's up, Anthony? How you doing? What's going on? I'm hey man, I'm doing great, man. How are you, man? How was your holiday? It was great. It was great. Ready to be back though. Ready to get get going here and, uh, and see what you guys have. Season. What do you have to okay. say? Okay, um, I'm just watching movies. I'm gonna talk a little Cowboys, but I'm watching some westerns, man. Um, see if you're familiar. Tombstone, some of my best westerns. Tombstone, um, the Loretta Land story. I love that. I love that movie and um, Legends of the Fall. Okay, so I'm catching up on some things. I was always here. a fan of Young Guns. That was the one I liked. Young guns, yeah, one and two, yeah, yeah, that's good, yeah, yeah, definitely more one than two, but that's usually the more. way. It's usually the way it goes, you know, except for Rocky. Uh, but for the most part, yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Anthony? What I got, man. Look, I'm, I was just sitting with some friends, you know, and uh, we're making some analogies, and um, of course, the Philadelphia thing came up about you know people, you know, rooting. Uh, whatever for losses, and I'm not a fan of that. I don't, you know, you beat people head to head. I don't, and then when you meet up, you know, it's what it is. I don't care who they play and what they do until the Cowboys play them, you know. But I will say this one thing about what I saw was, um, like 2020, I'm making a comparison, like when Jimmy came, and then with um, our coach, Norm McCaffrey came. 2020 crazy year. We didn't do anything. We were laughing stock on defense. Remember that? And this man, in the last couple of years, seemed to um, 
you know, people were doubting him. He got rid of the one person they thought, hey, man, let's get this guy out of here because you're making our players mad on defense and all that, which was Nolan or whatever. And I got a real defensive um, guy in here. And I'm comparing it to Jimmy, kind of, just kind of, you know, the first 89, terrible. And those two years right there before the championship season, we're kind of facing that again with these two years now, 21-22, right? Uh, heartbreaking losses against the 49ers and whatnot. Man, we're right on the doorsteps. What I see the Cowboys got to do is two things, and I've said it on shows, whatever. Mindset and discipline. Get your mindset right, man, and you have to be disciplined. You know what bothers me about the Cowboys that I see that's a possibility of happening, Nick? Yeah. I see a guy like Sam Williams. I don't want to call him a Kevin Joseph second round and a, what was the other second round, Gregory. I don't want to call him that, but he has, you know, he has potential. I don't see some off-the-field stuff, but I see the knucklehead stuff. And every game, he seems to get some stuff. I don't want games to come down to a guy like Sam Williams, and I'm just going to point him out, making bonehead mistakes. Yeah, we did the thing against Philly with offsides, you know, jumping false starts, false starts, this and that, misreads. But you don't want the games to come down to that. So get your mindset right and get the discipline you're going to need to get on this run, man. Then when you meet up against a 49ers maybe who beat the brakes off of us, let's just call it what it was. Or the Eagles, who everybody says getting by, getting sneaking by and getting luck. No, it's not luck. No, it's not luck. All right. Do what you got to do and beat these teams, man, when you get the opportunity to stay disciplined, Cowboys, and you'll have the opportunity to show what you got, man, and make this run for the Super Bowl. And that's what I got. Man. All right. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate the call. Um, yeah, I don't agree with the – I mean, I don't I don't think the, the, the Eagles are, you know – it's just luck. I think that they're they're really good. I mean, they're they're making their own uh, making their own luck a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're they've got some fortunate plays that have happened uh, for them. And and you know, the penalty situation for them seems it's unique. You know, they uh, they they don't have a lot of penalties. But even though you kind of see them, you know, you see some horse collars. You see, I see false start every snap, honestly. But but they don't call that um, on them. But they are they're great they, they've got the mvp of the league at, right now if, i think if, if that was the the vote even though it's not the case they actually play the whole season this isn't the heisman but i think hertz is playing better than than anybody right now so he's 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 playing great but you're right about the cowboys and the mindset and the discipline and you know we don't want to call sam williams out but but he he has a lot of penalties i mean for he doesn't play a whole lot to be ranked second on the team or tied for second in penalties I mean that's it, that's that's the issue. I mean he comes in here now he's had four sacks. He makes some difference at times, but he also has some penalties that have got to be cleaned up uh, for sure. All right, let's go to Joe. He's in uh, Washington, the state of Washington. What's up? Hey Nick, good morning, man. Good morning. Show. What side were you on Saturday or last week? Were you on the purple side or the or the white side of the? Was it called the Apple Cup or do you care at all? Care don't all, care at all. Okay, let's move on then. I don't care about that. Let's move I'll on. Tell you what, I'm on this on this week. It's gonna be a big game for us, man. I'll I'll just love that win. So I'll enjoy the rest of my week this week if we win. And uh, I just want to talk about that defense. Can we just imagine what it'd be if we still had uh, Diggs out there? Yeah. You know? I mean, we we have Stephon for I want to say maybe this year. I I don't see uh, him coming back again, but. 
Yeah. Uh, I guess everything happens for a reason, right? We see what we got in Bland. Now he comes back next year, and and we got our corners, right? Should be, yeah. You should you should be good at corner. Uh, uh, you're, you're good right now at corner, even without Diggs. I mean, they're, they're playing great, but but yeah, uh, I think the, the the cornerback position. I think you know you'll still get, draft one. I don't know what Jordan Lewis's future will be. He play, he may not be back next year, but I'm sure you're going to get more cornerback help. But you know, Stephon Gilmore may want to stay. I mean, uh, you, you may have a chance to to bring them back. But yeah, you should be in in good shape at corner. And now I'll tell you what this this week, uh, Gino's gonna. I see him throwing a good up in the air for us to get and we'll see who comes down with them yeah yeah that's the thing i appreciate thanks for the call joe and uh uh, probably probably surrounded by a lot of seahawks fans up there so obviously a big game for him um but yeah i mean no one's really staying away from deron bland i mean they're still throwing at him and having some success throwing it to him until until you don't i mean that's it's like playing with fire you know it's it, it seems like he he's gonna get one. He'll give up some some plays, but he's gonna he's gonna get one and then also take it to the house. And it's, I mean, obviously it's it's nothing we've ever seen before. No one has. I mean, five interceptions for touchdowns in one season is ridiculous. And you know the the stat that I that I think is even bigger than that. I mean, because obviously it's an NFL record. No one's done it five in one season. But this guy just got here. And he is the Cowboys' all-time leader in interception returns for touchdowns. I mean, nobody in the history of the Cowboys, guys that have done it, that played 12, 15 seasons, Mel Renfro and, and, and Dennis Thurman and Dexter Coakley both had four. I mean, the greatest cornerback. I mean, Everson Walls never got one. You know, Dion had a couple here. He had nine overall, but he had two here. I mean, it's just amazing that, that on the all-time leader of, of interception returns for touchdowns, it's Theron Bland. That's that's crazy. Um, so anyways, all right, keep going here. Let's go to James. He's in Midland, Texas. Pastor James. Hey, Nick, how's it going today? Good. How are you doing? Doing well. I hope everyone had a great uh, Thanksgiving and I enjoyed the game. I'm really happy with uh, what I'm seeing from Terrence Steele and mm-hmm. the improvement from out of Mozzie. Uh, I mean, that defensive line is really playing well. But one thing I wanted to bring up is, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about Kellen Moore and changing from the OC and all that. But you could tell from the game last night Mm -hmm. that there is a difference. Because if you notice how he had the the hurry-up offense going real fast and it was a quick three and out, then the defense had to come back out there. I'm just glad that, you know, in this season, when the Cowboys are not having to deal with that, and I just think that everybody is hitting on all cylinders right now. Of course, there's still a little problem with um, penalties and all, but I think, you know, that still improves, and we just need to just keep going and, you know, moving forward with the momentum that we have right now because, I mean, the Eagles are looking like they're the cream of the crop mm-hmm. and they're just finding ways to win. But what we need to do is just handle our business and not, you know, I'm glad we haven't been playing with our food. We've been beating these teams the way they need to be beat. Right. And I just hope that things can continue moving forward that way. And I want to get your idea on what you think about the OC situation. Okay. Uh, thanks for the call, uh, James. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I think 
I think the uh, the Chargers are obviously struggling over there. So uh, you know, yeah, he, he you know Kellen Moore's doing some. He he was doing some some good things, but I I think that you know overall, you know they they're not missing him. I mean, if that's what we're we're saying here, I mean they 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 seem to be clicking a lot better here. Um, and and it took a little bit of time, just like it might take some time there. I mean, just you know, let's 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 be honest about it here. If we're gonna say, well, it took a little bit for McCarthy and them. Now they're rolling. Now they're doing some good things in the red zone. They kind of have things clicking. They're getting everyone involved. It might take some time for the Chargers to do that too. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. We don't cover them. We, we've seen them once. We know they have some weapons um, over there, but but you know they um, they they don't seem to be. You know, it's not it's not clicking for them uh, at, at the moment. So, but um, that's that's. I, mean, I hate to say it. I mean, that's their problem. I mean, that's not that's not what's going on here. What, what's happening here is that McCarthy's figuring out ways to get kind of get everyone involved. We're starting to see a lot more out of Ferguson. We're starting to see some out of Brandon Cooks. Uh, you know, Gallup keeps kind of doing his thing. Uh, Turpin is the guy that we're really seeing a lot more from him, and I think that's that's perfect because that's what we, that's that's a guy that I mean, I was saying that all last year. I mean, and maybe he wasn't ready. Turpin wasn't ready to kind of take that next level. But uh, he he seems like he is a he's a difference maker. I know he is on offense for sure. And and you know you're getting your tight ends going. You get now you're getting another back. They're getting Rico Dowell involved. And and I think it's lighting the fire a little bit under um, Pollard. I thought I thought I think he's running the ball better. But really more than anything, I mean Dak is is Dak. I mean he's Dak's playing out of his mind. But this offensive line's just on another level. And that's that's the best part. Uh, you know, it, well, ironic is they gave up a sack. That lost the game really against the Eagles. They gave up that sack from the 11 yard line all the way back to the 20 uh, late in the game. That probably lost them the game. They haven't given up a sack since. Now I know they haven't faced the Eagles, Eagles or or a team like that. But but in three games, the Giants and uh, and obviously uh, you know Washington, Carolina uh, to not give up a sack in those three games is pretty impressive. So that that that's a that's a good thing. What's happening there? All right, let's go to. Uh, we have a text message question here from a three two three number. He says, "Do you believe Gilmore can have some influence in Shaq Leonard coming to the Cowboys?" Um, that would just be a guess. I don't know. I mean, I think would Gilmore play like one year, uh, maybe two, uh, with um, the Colts. So maybe. I mean, you just you, you can say that, but that doesn't always mean everyone's friends and they hang out. You know, so maybe maybe they don't like each other. I have no idea. I have no idea about that. I mean, if they have a good connection, then sure. But I think at the end of the day, these players know everybody. You you have a player that you've played with either in college or your, your rookie year or maybe even high school or you went to a camp. They know everybody. You know, you just look after at the end of the game to see all these connections these guys have. That doesn't mean you're going to necessarily sign there. Uh, it has to be the right situation. So maybe it helps. You know, I know like Cooks and Gilmore, you know, they both got traded here. They had a good relationship, a really good friendship. So if it's something like that, then sure. Uh, if there is a friendship there, I don't know about it. I just know that they were teammates for a little bit. All right. Let's go to Tim. He's in Grapevine, Texas. What's up, Tim? Hey, Nick. Long-time caller, first-time listener. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's, no. It's I was like, first time this week. First time this week you've called. <laughs> hey. That's fine. I was like, don't don't confuse me here on a Monday now. Come on now. It's been a while since I talked to you. You just want the ding, don't you? That's what you want. You just want it. We give it to you. We give it to you. 
<laughs> there you go. You got it. All right. Oh, there we go. Hey, I'll take what I can get these days. All right. No, I, you know, the last Cowboys player to win Defensive Player of the Year was 46 years ago, Harvey Martin. And he's the only one to ever won it. And if somebody would have told you back in training camp, hey, by the way, the Cowboys are going to have a player this year that wins Defensive Player of the Year, who are you thinking? 11. You're thinking 11. Everybody's thinking that. So I, st- I, still, I still think pick, that. Honestly, I'm telling you, I still think that. I still well, believe that, but but he's not going to happen. But I, I mean, do I think he's the he is the best player on this team, offense or defense? He is the best player on the team. Micah Parsons, hands down, the best oh, player I, on this I, team. I, I and, agree. And I, most people do. But he should he shouldn't be penalized for being so versatile. But we have to move him around so right, much, right. the linebacker or whatnot. He shouldn't be penalized for that, but he will because people value statistics so much. Sacks. Yeah, and that's just the way it is. But with Miles Garrett, his his shoulder injury, mm-hmm. if Deron Bland continues his level of play, even if he doesn't return any more touchdowns or picks for touchdowns, I mean, I I think he's got to be the favorite, and I think it's an ama- It's one of the best stories I've ever seen yeah. in football. Yeah. I mean, it, you think about the kid, Sacramento State to Fresno State. Fifth round, I mean, Dan Quinn and the gang and Will McClay, whoever else, you know, all the scouts, they deserve credit. I mean, if they saw something, the kid, he comes in second year playing like this. I've never seen anything like it. I, I think it's amazing. Yeah. I, it, I, the locker room post game, man, I, I had tears in my eyes yeah. watching that. That was beautiful. He's, he's the guy that you have to root for. I mean, just listen to the interviews. Nothing's changed. He, he's, he's kind of embarrassed by this. You know, it's not really his style. Um, to play the position that he plays, think about who you have to play against. To be, to have the mindset you have to have to be great at cornerback in the NFL, but then to be the type of person that he is off the field, it's, it's you just don't see it. You know, like you usually don't have those two personalities together, and uh, it's 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 refreshing. It really is, but it, it really is. And then the one, one thing I wanted to point out right quick, so everybody's you know up in arms and thinking about the division and home field advantage. And I get it. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the playoff picture, if it, if it started tomorrow, the playoffs, we would play at Atlanta, which anybody would take that. And then we would in all likelihood play in Philadelphia, who I think we match up with this year quite well. So, I mean, it's not the end of the world. If we don't get home field advantage or win the division, I just care about health and staying hot and yeah. I'll hang up. Thank yeah. you. Yep, uh, it's the same as last year. You know, the the South isn't very good, and so if you're the fifth seed, you're going to go play. They played uh, Tampa, and they they rolled through them. Um, and 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 don't forget, I mean, all you need is the seven or the six to beat the two or the three, which happened. The Giants beat Minnesota, so it happens where you don't have to necessarily go to the number one seed right off the bat. Um, but my point is, is that. If that's the best team, if that's who you have to go, then then just go beat them. Just go up there and beat them. You, you were right there on the doorstep to beat them. Um, you know, a lot of things kind of went their way. I mean, I can tell you this. If the Eagles fumble three times against the Cowboys again, they're not going to get them all, I don't think. Maybe. But um, I just I just think, you know, it, it, you have you, this is this is the situation. It is what it is. Got to go win. Now, going back to what Deron Bland, uh, you know, I've sort of changed my tune a little bit just by thinking – of what the award is. Because think of it like this. See, I, I think I, I'm getting lost in the, well, defensive player of the year, which is that's the defensive position. That's the MVP. Are you the best defensive player? 
No, probably not. Not the best on his own team. But think about from MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. Think about what, what happens there. Now, MVP is usually the quarterback that's leading the team. The best is a Brady or Mahomes or whatever. The Offensive Player of the Year could be a receiver. It could be somebody that's got stats that you just can't ignore. You just can't ignore this type of production. Um, you know, I know Marshall Falk used to get it, but then they gave the MVP to Kurt Warner. Well, that's going way back. But sometimes Player of the Year is it's just the guy that's just doing stuff that you, you just can't ignore. And that's what's happening here with Deron Bland. I mean, he's 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 given up some plays, but he keeps getting tested and he and he has and, and if he, he has five interceptions for touchdowns, seven picks. If he can get a couple more t- interceptions, maybe 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 if you get into ten interceptions. I know Diggs did last um he did. Um a couple of years ago, uh, 11 interceptions. I don't remember him even being in the discussion for that because I think Parsons was. So sometimes you, you kind of, um, you know, they, they kind of mix each other up a little bit. Uh, let's go to one more phone call. Uh, Chris, let's put the guy on the line. I, I My computer froze up. Who we got? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, Jason. From- this is Jason. All right. Hey, first, hey, are you hey, first-time hey. caller from Philly? Yeah. What's up, man? from Philly. What's up, man? It, it's you know it's crazy. It's kind of surreal to talk to you right now because <laughs> I've been watching you for years, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm proud of you, man. I'm really, you know, congratulations on your new show. Um, it's nice to just hear you talk because a lot of times when you're on the other shows, not to knock any of the guys because I love all you guys, but you know, it's nice to just hear you talk because sometimes you get cut off or your point wouldn't be taken properly, and it's good to just see you flow in your own environment, man. So awesome. Well. Thank you. I, I do. I like to talk, and uh, I like to be a team player as well. Yeah. And, and now I, I sit in the room, and you know, if these other three, you know, mics want to talk, they can, but they never do. So it's just me. So <laughs> it's all right. No, yeah. I, I enjoy it. I do miss it a little bit. I mean, I do miss kind of the interaction yeah. and stuff. But I get it with you guys, and you guys are very, very knowledgeable, and you know what's going on, and you have great points and and great, you know, analysis and, and perspectives that sometimes I don't even think about. We get kind of caught up sometimes inside the building and so to get a fresh you know take on some things from the outside is, is a fr- uh, refreshing as well which is you know what you have to be to be a cowboy fan in philly <laughs> yeah oh geez oh my god nick you have I, I, you know you know i was gonna say you have no idea but you probably do from the outside you can imagine it, it's definitely i mean you know it's kind of like working in the trenches man you know like you know like in enemy territory and uh, you know i know it's just football you know there's a lot more serious things happening in the world but yeah being a Cow- cowboys fan for my entire life i'm 42 years old and um you know the last time i saw the cowboys win the super bowl was you know obviously in the 90s with emmett smith and stuff like that and i was probably 13 14 years old and um you know just just, you know, being here now, I mean, you know, regardless of whether I'm one of those, like, even kill, calm, uh, calm Cowboys fans, I still get, like, overran and, you know, people still kind of treat me like an outsider. But, um, you know, I just wanted to say a couple of things, man. You know, first of all, when when, when Diggs uh, went down, uh, I, I'm probably echoing a lot of thoughts here, but I actually wasn't too concerned because I saw the up-and-coming star in Deron Bland. And I'm really, really um, proud and glad that we have him on our team. And I think he's only going to get better. And uh, I'm really excited to see what this defense is going to look like with Diggs back um, and all that stuff going forward. Um, I think I feel something different about this year, Nick. 
and I'm not one of those Cowboys fans that, that you know, sit back and say we're going to go to the Super Bowl every year. I'm way too rational for that. Uh, you know, like I, I look at the rest of the league and I look at what we're doing right now. Um, I like what McCarthy is doing. Um, I like what the team is doing. Um, you know, I definitely love our defensive coordinator. Um, to me, him and McCarthy are like interchangeable in my mind. Um, but the main thing is, you know, like I would just love to see us get over the hump just one time, just one time, just at least get to the dance, man, because, you know, I just feel like we've had a lot of great talent over the years, and I hated to see Witten and Romo not get it, um, you know, and I want back to get it. I want a lot of these guys to get it. I want the fan base to get it. And you know what? I don't even care, man, waiting another 10 years. I have, you know, it makes, it makes no difference after that. But I just want us to see our team get their just deserve. And, um, you know, I feel like we're on our way. And I agree with you 100%. We have to beat Philly, man. We have to beat them when it matters. Right. Not just, not just beat them. We have to beat them when it matters. If we have to see them three times this year, that's obviously a good thing, I believe. Beat them the third time. (laughs) Exactly. Beat them the third time, man. You know, um, I really don't care about the first seed. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I care about us getting to a meaningful game. There you go. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for calling Jason. Um, and, uh, yeah, not easy being a Cowboy fan over there in Philly, but uh, you got a good perspective. So appreciate the uh, call. Call back for sure. All right, we're going to go to break right here on Cowboy Storyline. When we come back, we got some more calls and texts to read. Be right back on Storyline. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in in the English language, you must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from my next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Back, back to Cowboys Storyline. All right, we've got a few more minutes here on Cowboys Storyline, maybe 15 or so. Uh, let's go right to it. We've got another text message here from uh, Calvin. He's in Sacramento, California. He said, how big is Bland's record-setting pick six? Or the off- is the offensive line problems fixed? Um, you know, I mean, they haven't faced the most dominant pass rushers, but they've, you know, they haven't given up a sack at three straight games. Um, some of that is, is the offensive line. Some of it's just Dak playing really well and the offense in sync of knowing where everyone is going to be. It's not like he hasn't been pressured in three games. You know, he has to move in the pocket. He's, he, he's trusting everyone. He's finding, you know, a schoonmaker or a Ferguson or Rico Dattle in the flat. I mean, it's everything. The offensive line is playing really well. Um, but from a pass blocking standpoint, I mean, I don't think the running game is just mauling people, but they're but they're doing a pretty good job. They're running the ball into the end zone at times, so doing 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 a nice job um, for sure. All right, let's go to the callers. Uh, Steve, he's in Washington State. Another one from Washington. What's up, man? Conspiracy theory, Steve. All right, what do you got? State. You got something? I got sixteen uh, times caller today. Okay. Um, Ding. Finally got through. <laughs> there you go. There you thank go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just got a couple comments. One is uh, the defense on Philly, uh, both offense and defense for Philly. I hate Philly. But they have been getting so friggin' lucky. I can't believe it. That and skill, but major luck, as well as referee calls coming their way. Uh, what if they've won like three or four games now in overtime yeah. this year? They've been I down. Mean, I think they've been down at halftime four straight weeks. Is that right? I mean, yeah. since, since the Cowboy like game. That. That's <laughs> horrible. Yeah. And the other comment was the way Josh Allen's playing, I can see Ron Bland probably getting a couple of pick sixes on him coming up. Yeah, he's but, tough. Yeah, he played well, but I mean, he, he throws picks, but he also. Yeah, he does. He's. Pretty good too. So didn't he probably lead in the league in picks? I right think now, so. He? Yeah, he's up there. Him and him and uh, the quarterback for Carolina. So yeah, like eight straight games in a row with a pick. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, I'll hang up and listen. All right. Uh, I got to hang up before Jerry Jones traces my call. Okay. All right. Yeah, we don't want that happening. Uh, or do we? Um, you know, the thing, the interesting uh, AJ Brown. You know, he had two plays yesterday. Where you know one of them, one of them was—I mean, both of them were knocked out. Two two dropped passes by AJ Brown. Did I say Antonio? AJ Brown. Um, two passes that he dropped uh, won the game for the Eagles. Their best receiver dropped two passes, and I think that helped them win the game because that pass right before the field goal, he dropped, they got knocked out of his hand. It was going to be a two-yard gain. Um, and and probably take a few more seconds off the clock, and then they have to rush onto the field. It's a left hash kick, you know. I I think that you know having a little bit of time probably helped them. Who knows what rushing onto the field to kick a fifty-seven yard field goal would have done? Uh, I think I think that would have been better for the um, 
uh, Bills if he would have caught that pass and then uh, brought him down. And then, of course, at the in overtime, you know, I mean, it was close. I can't believe they didn't review it a little bit more. Looks like he looks like he caught it to me. He had it tucked, um, but whatever. That was a that was a very fortunate drop. So I, I think two drop passes by their best receiver. You know how weird is that to say? But that's pretty much the case. All right, let's go to Bruce. He's in Houston. What's up? Hey Nick, thanks for taking my call. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing good. Good. Um, I, you know, I'm proud of their of our teams. They, in my opinion, they've done what they ought to have done against these lesser teams, mm-hmm. so to speak. Even though, you know, you know how Washington plays. Is my God, they can be zero and fifteen yeah. and play like world beaters. Mm-hmm. It always growing up. It seemed like everybody, you know, when they played Dallas, that was their Super Bowl. You know, right? Um, but, right. but. Um, if if Dallas can, I mean, these next five games is, is going to be crucial, of course. Right. Um, I mean, I don't expect them to go undefeated. Would could they? Yes, I hope they would. You know, but I'm realistic too. That Buffalo game and Miami away are going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I like our chances at home, and it begins this Thursday with Seattle. But these next five teams are all playoff teams. I mean, we're going to find out even more about our football team, right. and it's and at the very least, it's going to prepare them for the playoffs. Uh, because it looks like Philly's going to win the division, so we're going to be at best, what, fifth seed? Probably. So if yeah. that's the case, well, then, you know, um, then we're going to be playing like we did last year, like against Tampa Bay, probably the winner of the right. South Division, which would be, I guess, the Saints right now. I'm not sure. But one of those teams, which we should win, which means we'll be going to either San Francisco or Philadelphia the, the second round. And we're going to have to beat them anyway in their right. place. Right. For this team to be recognized, you know, uh, I, I want this team to at least get to the championship game. I'd feel that would be a, a, a success compared to last year and the other years. But um, and, I, and I think our running backs, both of them, uh, Pollard and Dow, both have been playing really, really good these last two games. I hope to see it against better defenses, but they're running harder. The offensive line, as you alluded to already, seem to be playing better. They're uh, healthy and cohesive and of course, Dak is MVP, but let's let's see him do it against. You know, I want him to shut up Stephen A. Smith so bad, and and <laughs> where never, they have no choice yeah. but to give him our due. But thanks for taking my call, right. and have a good week, Rick. All Bye. right, thank you. I don't know if you can shut him up. I don't. I think that's part of the deal. It's part of the contract that he signed. Never shut up. Just keep talking, and uh, you know, you keep. If he keeps talking, people will keep listening, and that's okay. I mean, that's you know, I, I. I I respect what he does, knowing what the what his role is. I've said it before. He's a he's he's the the rock of uh, of you know those talk shows. You know what I mean? He's or I don't know about the rock. He's probably a little bit more of the heel, actually. Uh, whoever that is uh, would be. But uh, anyways, all right, good stuff uh, as always, Bruce. Uh, let's move on uh, to Nathan. He's in Washington State. What's going on here? I mean, what's up with with the state of Washington? I mean, it's already it's eight forty in the morning over there. Is this, is it Seahawks week? Is that what's going on? Well, yeah, we were up at seven to watch the early talking Cowboys show. We watch everything all the way through the day, early in the morning. It's nice. Are you are you first time caller? Uh, not the first time caller. First time getting through. Okay. All right. Well, then that counts. <laughs> there, there, there you go. Thanks for hey, all right. being persistent. Appreciate that. All right. What, what do you got on your mind, Nathan? Well, I just wanted to comment on something that I've noticed just over the last couple of years. Being in Washington, I don't ever get to go to the Cowboys games at home. Mm-hmm. And since they built that beautiful stadium there, 
it hasn't really been a home crowd. I've noticed a lot of traveling teams will take over that stadium, mm. even though the Cowboys are hosted. Yep. The last couple of years, that has completely flipped on its head. And it's exciting to see our home crowd actually standing up for their house. Yep. It's uh, it's it's been a it's been a, a change for sure. Now, now you, you also got to remember too, like every every team. I mean, there are some teams that are going to come in here and and have a lot of fans. I mean, that's just the way it is. There's just too many tickets and too many ways to buy the tickets not to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's a great place to go to a game because you two things you know is that you can get into the airport easily and it's not going to be a bad weather game. Not at all. So go here. It's going to be a nice, fun atmosphere. And you see posing teams with a lot of fan base, especially if they don't play here often, they will fill it up. I mean, or not fill it up, but they're, you know, you're going to have Pittsburgh comes in here. You'll see the towels. Kansas City, San Francisco. It, it happens. It happens. But it's not happening as much Seattle. as Seattle. What now? But even this week with Seattle, I'm sure they're going to have a nice fan base there in Dallas. But the local the home crowd seems to be overwhelming yeah. them more lately than they have in the past yeah and that's what i've been so proud of to see yeah. is finally our home stand is becoming a real home crowd yep it, it, it's been good um you know so if seattle wants to stand out those fans are gonna have to wear that that uh those highlighters because you know yeah. it, from what I, from what i've heard seattle is wearing their throwback uniforms from the, like the 80s uh, and early 90s, which I think is cool. So that'll be kind of cool to see uh, them. I'll, yeah, I'm always cool. a fan of that. So. Agreed. I like those old school uniforms. Yeah, yeah they're good. So, and, and the, the, I, I don't think they stand a chance in this game, by the way. If you just look at everything across the board, sure. yeah, they've got talent, but this they're running into a buzzsaw. Yeah, I agree. I was telling my family last week when we were watching Seattle getting blown out by San Francisco on Thanksgiving night, you think this is bad. Wait till next week when they go Dallas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a home game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I, I I would imagine 49ers fans were up there in Seattle as well. But uh, yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be a tough challenge. I mean, they have some receivers that you have to be you know ready for. But um, you know that's 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 kind of what the Cowboys are be getting ready for. You know, in Philadelphia, and then you know maybe San Francisco again. These having two or three really good receivers, and I think Seattle brings that. So, oh yeah. It's going to be exciting and a good game. Good stuff. All right. Well, anything else? Nick, appreciate it. No, thank you for having me on, and um, I'll be continue to watch. All right. Have a good one. All right. Uh, we got a few more minutes here. I think we have an open phone line or two, 888-855-2297, if you want to jump on that quickly. Um, but uh, a lot of good stuff here today. And, uh, you know, we the Cowboys – and 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 Seahawks. I mean that that is the game. That that's the the, the one to focus on. Obviously, right now it's it's the next game. Um, you know, I, I threw this out. I guess on the radio last week. I mean, the Cowboys have not beaten a team with a winning record. Not this year. Um, right now, Seattle six and five. So does that count? If you beat Seattle, they have a winning record, and then you beat them, and then they don't. So anymore that's that's what the plan is to be i mean um i guess you could make the case i mean they beat the jets when they were one and oh and they had a winning record and then you you ended that for them and then they haven't recovered since then but the cowboys haven't beaten anybody with a winning record and you know that that stuff doesn't really matter right now it's not college football you know you don't have to like impress any like the 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 pollers or anybody a committee you don't have to do that you just have to go win your game but i think everyone's all you know already thinking 
What does any of this mean for the playoffs? Are they a good team? And, you know, you can't really prove that until you go, until you get to those to that point in the season. So that's kind of where they are. But this is this will be a great test um, for the Cowboys. And, uh, you know, I said it right after they lost to the Eagles. You know, uh, they were 5-3. and three. And I said that they will be ten and three. They will be ten and three. And here they are. They're eight and three. And then now the, the two toughest game. It gets it gets a little tougher every time. I thought the Giants. I mean, think about it. every game has been a little bit tougher as far as what the matchup is. You know, the first one right out of the bat, you got the Giants at home. You've already crushed them. Go beat them. Then the next one is on the road where you struggled a little bit. Don't let another Arizona thing happen. Go beat Carolina. Boom. Now you got short week. You got Washington coming in. Washington. Can you know play it tough? We've seen it before. You got to go win that game. Now Seattle's a little bit better. Obviously, Philly's the best in the league. So uh, to get to ten and three, it's getting a little bit tougher and tougher. Even though it doesn't show that on the on the scores because the Cowboys are just rolling through. But I would imagine these next two will be tough. Um, let's go to a text question here. How good are our chances of signing Sha- Shaq Leonard? Is the extra rest for Tyron Smith paying dividends? Something. Something. If it's that, I mean. Probably he's playing well. He's playing really well. And not everybody can do that. Not everyone can just not practice. But I think when you played as long as he has, you know, he understands what they're trying to do, understands the concepts. He's at left tackle. I mean, for the most part, he's getting their best pass rusher. And I think the extra time. But, but you know, get, let's give him some credit. Short week. Short week. Went out there, did his job. Did a really nice job. And he's played He's played very well this year. So, um you know, I don't know who's going to be the comeback player of the year. It's always an injury and all that. But, I mean, from the Cowboys, what he's been able to do, I know he played some last year, but what he's been able to do has been amazing this year. Look, at okay, two callers we got to get to here in the next few minutes, so we're going to speed through them here. Leon in Florida. Leon is up. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing great. I just wanted to say um, I, I, I'm making an observation but I want to hear what you have to say about it. I feel like this team is not like as the teams in time past that are taking the uh, supposed to be ball games for granted, and that there's like a different feeling, like they're respecting every team that they're playing, and they're not playing at their level, but they're playing above them. What do you think? Uh, hang on the list. Yeah, I mean. I think you're right. I mean, they they, they you got to give them credit for that. They they are not necessarily playing to that level. And if you want and they're playing way above it, they're 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 basically kicking these teams asses is what it's what's happening. And you know, you you go back to the first game, uh, you know, the, the 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 Cardinals game, but what was the level? You know, I mean, their offensive line was not the same. This is not the offensive line. I mean, can you even name the guys they were playing on the offensive line? I mean, it was Bass and Hoffman and and Edoga. I mean, those that's not what what we're seeing right now. And it was I think it was the first game Tyler Smith had played all season, and Steele was still coming. None of those five guys, all, all five positions are better than it was that Cardinal game. But my point is, is that when you keep suffering injuries to one position, you are going to neutralize yourself, and you're going to get down to that level. So that's pretty much where they were. Um, and and I think you got to give them credit though. They they are they're taking the challenge, and they are they're you know they're taking. Pe- team's best shots here and and they're they're winning but like we said all show it's about to get a lot tougher and it starts thursday all right let's go to one more caller here diego in the bronx what's yep. up what's up man how are you doing hey doing good man uh 
I've been listening to you guys for a while, and I'm a big-time Cowboy fan. There you go. I've been a long-time Cowboy fan since, what, uh, 2006? Okay. But yeah, um, I'm a guy who's um, – I just like to enjoy the ride, and I just – the up and downs is fine with me. But um, I'm just real focused on just um, getting into the playoffs. Yeah. Getting past the first and the second round because I'm pretty sure that's going to happen this year. Quite confident that it's going to happen. But um, so I'm just enjoying the ride, and I just wanted to call and say, All right. You're doing a great job, and um, keep up the good work. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for, for calling. Um, I love it. Uh, enjoying the ride. But we're also looking to see what's down the down the road, and, and and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I always kind of joke with that a little bit about you know the the people that say, hey, just take it one game at a time, and they're but they're looking ahead. But that that's okay. I mean, that's that's kind of what it is. You can enjoy the ride, but also of, of, of figuring out where the destination is and, and and where you want to go. Enjoying it as it you can't speed up the process, but at the same time, every game that happens just kind of gets everyone a little bit more excited about where where this team could be. And I'm I'm right there with it. I, I think I what I know is this: the Cowboys are going to be in the playoffs, and they're going to be in the fourth quarter, probably on the road of a really in a really really tough game. It's going to be a tough game. It's probably going to be Philly or San Francisco. There'll be about six, seven minutes to go, and it's right there to go make the play. That's what I think is going to happen. And do they make it or do they do they not? That's that's what it'll come down to. I think this team is good enough to win. I think they're they're good enough to beat any of those teams. But they have to do it. You have to do it. You can't. This is no, you know, you know, this all paper stuff. This is a paper. I mean, this is this is where they are on paper. That's out the window when you get to the playoffs. You have to go do it. I think they're good enough to go do it, but you have—I mean—you have to prove us. You have to prove that they can go do it. Prove to us that they can. All right, we will be back tomorrow on Cowboy Storyline. This has been a good one. So for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you tomorrow on Cowboy Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.